This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hey all, Eric Christensen back here again with the Real Life Pharmacology Podcast. I can't thank you all enough. It's truly um it's truly humbling the the number of individuals that have uh, taking time out of their day, who care about pharmacology, uh, who are working hard to uh, pass exams and, and become a pharmacist or a nurse or a physician, you know, nurse practitioner, whatever you're working on, um, and you need some help with pharmacology, I uh, really enjoy what I do, and I hope you uh, feel that through the, the podcast. Um, it, it's definitely been... Uh, been an honor and a, and a privilege to to do this podcast and to have so many people um, actually listening um, and uh, trying to to uh, hone their craft and uh, become better ultimately for their their patients as I uh, try to do each and every day. So um, with that uh, touchy feely note, there um, I'm going to cover uh, pseudoephedrine pharmacology or I guess we'll call it maybe a decongestants, uh, that type of pharmacology. The two big ones are pseudoephedrine and phenylephrine. Uh, these drugs um, also go by the name of, probably the most common brand name I see is Sudafed. Um, Sudafed, if somebody typically just says that, they're going to be referring to pseudoephedrine. If somebody says Sudafed PE, they're likely referring to the phenylephrine. So uh, there's uh, some subtle differences um, within those drugs. Sudafed or pseudoephedrine uh, became more highly controlled uh, because remember it's part of uh, the process of creating methamphetamine. So obviously that became kind of a drug of abuse um, in that people would steal uh, or you know buy tons of pseudoephedrine and use it to help as one of the um, uh, byproducts um, make methamphetamine from it. Obviously, you need other things as well, um, but that's why there's uh, a lot more restriction now than there used to be, you know, 10, 15, 20 plus years ago on pseudoephedrine. So these drugs are used primarily for symptom relief and nasal congestion. That's why they're called decongestants. The two most common conditions that I see in, in clinical practice are usually somebody with an upper respiratory tract uh, infection of some sort, so a head cold, for example, uh, that's just causing, you know, bothersome discomfort, maybe, uh, you know, a slight headache with that congestion. And then if not an infection, oftentimes people may struggle with allergies and controlling those symptoms. So those are the, the two probably most common reasons I see these drugs um, gone to. Now the mechanism of action, remember that these drugs act on alpha and act on beta receptors and they act as an agonist. So they stimulate those receptors. So there's quite a few drugs already uh, that we've talked about if you go back and listen to previous episodes 
where we're talking about alpha and beta receptors. So, so important to understand what happens when these receptors are activated and when they're blocked. So, example here, so we stimulate alpha receptors. That's going to cause vasoconstriction, which can uh, kind of help in the in the respiratory uh, mucosa type area of the body. That vasoconstriction uh, can help relieve those congestion symptoms. So that's why it's uh, effective um, in, in treating those symptoms. Now, on the flip side of that alpha vasoconstriction, we've got to consider side effects. So vasoconstriction is obviously a bad thing if you've already got high blood pressure, borderline high blood pressure, or being you know treated with lots of blood pressure medications. So this is a big reason why we may not use Sudafed or may want to really caution our patients uh, about Sudafed or Sudafedrin. So keep an eye out for patients' uh, multiple blood pressure meds. Uh, if you notice that their doses of blood pressure meds have been escalating, it's like, okay, well, maybe they're, they're having trouble with blood pressure. Uh, are they taking pseudoephedrine? Uh, insomnia and anxiety. So when we stimulate alpha and beta receptors, it tends to give us more of a uh, revved up type feeling. It kind of amps you up a little bit. Now, Sudafed isn't crazy, crazy strong that way, and particularly uh, at the doses that we're using for nasal uh, congestion. However, it certainly is possible uh, that both of these drugs could contribute to uh, insomnia and, and anxiety, for example. Now, beta receptors, so it, these drugs do potentially stimulate beta receptors as well. So beta receptors, beta-1, is on the heart. And when we stimulate that receptor, it can cause tachycardia. That can be a potential problem. In the urinary system, another example here, we've got to be concerned a little bit. In the urinary system, when we stimulate alpha receptors, we can contribute to basically closing up the passageway out of the body where urine flows. And that can cause urinary retention. So in a patient who's taking an alpha blocker, that can directly oppose the action. Uh, Sudafed can directly oppose the action of that, that alpha blocker. So somebody with BPH, you know, you see they're on uh, Proscar, Finasteride, or, and or, you know, Flomax, Tamsulosin, you've got to recognize that pseudoephedrine could worsen that situation. Now, I have seen one other side effect I, I did want to mention. I have seen um, this reported, at least in literature and that type of thing. Uh, there is potential for these drugs to cause some CNS stimulation and maybe uh, some potential increased risk of uh, the drug being seizure-provoking. So, I have never personally seen uh, this in clinical practice, um, but it is, you know, kind of a, a warning precaution to keep an eye out. So if you've got a patient that's uncontrolled, has multiple seizures already, you know, that would probably be a, a good reason to try to avoid uh, Sudafed if you, you can. So definitely keep 
that in mind as well if you've got a patient uh, particular with particular troubles with that. Now, I do have a new release that I'm really, really excited about. It. It's called Naplex Nuggets, the Cliff Notes. And this is a 300-page monster of a book. Essentially, think of the best notes possible throughout pharmacy school and in preparation for passing your board exams. That's really what we sought out to create when we created this resource. Uh, it's not a real wordy book where you got to read through paragraphs and paragraphs and paragraphs. It's very to the point, direct, and gives you highly important uh, clinical pearls that you're likely to see in real life. And you're also certainly likely uh, to see some of this stuff show up on board exams. So Naplex Nuggets, the Cliff Notes, you can go check that out on Amazon. If you want to check out everything we've got, uh, meded101.com slash store. Tons and tons of content there. Uh, growing list of stuff. Um, yeah, definitely helps support the podcast and our mission in, in trying to educate healthcare professionals. So for that full list, it's meded101.com slash store, S-T-O-R-E. Now let's finish up on drug interactions. And when I think about Sudafed, when I think about phenylephrine and drug interactions, I kind of lump in the side effect profile. So if you've got a patient that's already uh, struggling with hypertension, um, I think of drugs that could exacerbate hypertension further along with the uh, pseudoephedrine. So um, MAOIs is a, a classic, classic example um, that could potentially uh, jack up that blood pressure and, and put our patient at risk for heart attack and stroke and things of that nature. Um, also, particularly remember, you know, drug disease interaction. So if you see someone that's got multiple stroke history, multiple heart attack history, high blood pressure, you know, it's a, a no-brainer um, that we really should try to seek alternative drug therapy uh, if we're just using Sudafed to uh, manage symptoms of a head cold, for example. Okay, so really keep an eye on some of the, the patient background as well as drug interactions. Uh, I kind of alluded to another drug interaction earlier when I talk about alpha blockers. So Sudafed being an alpha agonist can directly oppose what we're trying to do with an alpha blocker like tamsulosin. So those drugs can kind of combat each other where Sudafed's the alpha agonist, the stimulant type med, and then we've got uh, something like tamsulosin, which is an alpha blocker trying to, to do the opposite, basically open up uh, the passageway there. Uh, other uh, big dr drug interactions that, that I think about, uh, so if you've got patients already on stimulants, on other stimulants, um, maybe an, an Adderall, uh, maybe a Ritalin, uh, of course, illicit drugs, um, cocaine, methamphetamine, things like that, those drugs can have very similar effects to pseudoephedrine and really add on top of that. So you really, really got to think about that um, when we're looking at uh, potentially using Sudafed and comparing it to contrasting it with um, what patients are currently on and making sure we're not having those additive type effects. 
Another thing to, to look out for, maybe more so along the line of prescribing Cascade, uh, I have definitely seen this in my geriatric patient population where a patient gets started on Sudafed for some congestion, and then all of a sudden, three, five days later, they get put on another medication to help with their insomnia or their anxiety. Okay, Remember, these drugs can, can amp you up, and we really don't want to um, add more drugs to treat the side effects of a drug being added there. And one last one, uh, just kind of summing up uh, drug interactions here. Uh, I have also seen this in my geriatric population where you've got anticholinergic medications that can contribute to urinary retention. And then you add on Sudafed, which also can contribute to urinary retention. Okay, So particularly males with BPH, this can be really, really problematic. So important to remember those additive effects when we're talking about drug interactions. And um, yeah, I think I'm going to leave, leave it at that for today. Again, these lists aren't all inclusive. There's tons and tons of drugs, tons and tons of interactions. Uh, I just try to give you a little bit of uh, real life uh, slice there that you can um, learn from and, and hopefully apply uh, in your clinical practice. So uh, hope you enjoyed the, the podcast episode today. Uh, I've got that free giveaway for subscribers at reallifepharmacology.com, free 31-page PDF. And then also, if you're listening, love the show, uh, thank you so much. And if you'd be so kind, uh, leave a, a rating and review on iTunes. Greatly, uh, greatly appreciated, um, or wherever you're listening, greatly appreciated to all those uh, that have already done. So uh, you can track me down on, on LinkedIn. Uh, Facebook, we got MedEd101 Facebook page. Uh, check that out as well. So, signing off for today, Eric Christensen, pharmacist. Uh, thanks for listening. Take care. Have a great rest of your day. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So, he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Grand Canyon University makes earning your degree possible with over 130 academic programs for traditional campus students, with more than 80 bachelor's programs offered online. GCU provides you with the personal support you need, from complimentary unofficial transcript evaluations within 24 business hours, to scholarships, academic support, and your GCU graduation team, led by your own university counselor. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.